Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 43 of The Weird Weird West. Today we continue with chapter 25 of the Crozar Assault, or rather we look at another side of it. Uh, yesterday we talked about the basic situation. Human forces are fighting lizard forces up in the mountains, while the heroes attempt to fight their way past Crozar lines, get back to the Crozar camp, and seize the beta bomb. Uh, but we talked about it from the perspective of a flying group of superheroes who are going to have very little difficulty getting through whatever challenges this chapter can throw at them. On the other hand, a ground-bound force of heroes, for example, our poor gunslingers who were left behind by the secret zoomers to deal with this less important and interesting part of the plot, uh, they are going to have some real trouble. So for them, we need to get into specifics about how this works. Uh, if you go to the Visual Companion on patreon.com slash megadumbcast, it's a free post to the Visual Companion for today, you will find a flowchart. This flowchart offers multiple paths through a total of seven different encounters. Any given group is going to face five of those encounters, depending on what route they take as they try to press through Crozar lines. Chapter 25 lays out what happens with each of those encounters and what your options are to move forward once you've gotten past an encounter. By this stage in the adventure, especially after yesterday's discussion of how the Crozar can't really deal with anybody who can fly, uh, you may not be too worried about a series of encounters with the Crozar. We've been through a lot of Crozar shit, we got through it, we got past it. Last time we checked in on them, before a lot of descriptions of flying over them yesterday, was back at their camp where there were like six Crozar just milling around doing nothing in their camp, getting their asses kicked by Ford's Furies. You may have forgotten the many beatings that superheroes took at the hands of the Crozar early in this adventure. Today they're back in force. Today is the resurrection of the Crozar. They're back and they're ready to fuck you up if you can't fly. The first encounter with the Crozar, described on the last page, is Encounter A, the Stream. Quote, As the heroes make their way over a ridge and around the edge of the enemy perimeter, they come to a shallow stream which cuts across their path. Plainly visible in a small wooded area atop a hill on the other side of the stream is a Crozar heavy weapons unit that has been set up to prevent any enemy flanking maneuvers. To continue on, the heroes must somehow find their way past the weapons team. Now it says that we can try to walk around this if we want to, but if we do, we're going to walk west-west-west or east-east-east for as far as we like, and we're going to find another emplacement, then another, then another. The Crozar have got this whole place locked down. Let me just note that there are four Crozar per emplacement, apparently covering many miles of land, as a minor part of the extensive Crozar lines crossing the entire map, which squares oddly with the fact that when we were at the Crozar camp, uh, there were like 90 of them. But now there's an entire army in the mountains, a bunch of them in the field, dozens of them out here on these emplacements. I don't know where we've been hiding all these rubber lizards, but they all showed up for work today. Now, as we noted last time, if we could fly, we could just fly right over the emplacement. We're good to go. Neural Stunner can't reach us. If we can't fly, we start out eight areas away from the Neural Stunner. We're in concealment. No need to roll stealth. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Either people see you or they don't. It's not like something you can control, at least not in this author's adventures. There are options here. You can set up a diversion to distract the Crozar while you cross the stream and try to slip behind the emplacement. The Crozar get to make a remarkable intensity intuition roll to see if they see through your clever ruse. They do not. Uh, with poor intuition, things will not go well for the Crozar. As usual, you can't fool all of the people all of the time, unless they're lizard people. Then, sky's the limit. Clearly, 
if you're like grounded gunfighters or if you're like Moon Knight or Tigra, West Coast Avengers who can't fly, whoever, the best option here is really to sneak past. Those heavy-duty neural stunners are no joke. An amazing intensity endurance feat. Our three gunslinging friends have like a 5% chance to stay conscious if they get shot with that thing. And the other gunslinger, the one that we hate, has only a 3% chance. Maybe he'll fall over in the stream and drown. Could happen, especially if we hold him down. But yeah, unless we want to get our asses knocked out, especially because our guns are at best minimally effective against the Crozar, we really need to be trying to sneak past, create a diversion, whatever we need to do. Trying to fight a gun emplacement is not going to get us anywhere. We are not the Howling Commandos. Once we get past the emplacement, then we have the option to either move straight toward the Crozar camp or to try to skirt around a little bit and try to avoid the main Crozar force as best we can. Obviously, after their helplessness in the last encounter, ground-bound heroes are going to want to get as far out on the edge of the Crozar lines as they can, and that's going to take them from encounter A to encounter B, the scout team. We mentioned last time, this is a non-encounter for flying characters. This is a short scene in which four pathetic lizard people on the ground point up at you and say, look, superheroes, we can't do anything about them. And you look down at them and are like, yeah, you're right. Suck it, lizards, and then you keep flying. This encounter looks very different if you were a ground-bound hero, despite all the talents and powers that should protect you in this situation. Quote, as the heroes pass through a small wood, or over it depending upon their mode of transportation, they immediately come face-to-face with a small Crozar scout team that assumes attack position. The scout team consists of three Crozar soldiers armed with any of the weapons described in the NPC section. The heroes do not see the aliens in time to avoid them. This is the single dumbest thing on this page because, like, give me a chance. You know, other characters just get to skip this encounter. If they can fly, if they're invisible, if they're burrowing, blah, blah, blah. There's so many ways. If I'm playing a character who's invested in other talents, like, for example, that stealth talent that you mandated that we have on the team, or if I'm playing somebody like a Tigra or a Moon Knight, who, by the way, are depicted in the art on this page, my competencies are in other areas. I don't just skip over encounters like this. I have to deal with them somehow. So here I am walking through the woods, and with no role at all, I am spotted and ambushed by the crows are. They absolutely see me, and I absolutely do not see them. What the fuck are my heightened tiger senses for, if I am Tigra? What the fuck is my onk that glows when I'm in danger for, if I am Moon Knight? What is the, if I am all ears, if I'm, this is Ford's Furious Team, what is the point of being literally made of ears if I have no chance to hear the crows are in the woods before they jump me? This is a scripted ambush against all logic, absolute bullshit. And if you've got the wrong team here, getting jumped like this, this could be it for you. I mean, there are only three crows are here. Presumably you're going to have at least a three person team, but let's say that it's the four gunslingers. It's not outside the realm of possibility that three of these gunslingers get neural stunned into unconsciousness and or all of them get glued in place. Their guns can't hurt the crows are. I mean, I understand I'm not really supposed to take an all gunslinger team through this, but like half gunslingers and then Moon Knight and Tigra are not going to have it much better. A group like Ford's Furies, we've established that they can get their asses kicked by some crows are especially if they're ambushed like this. A free turn to glue everybody in place is tactically huge. And again, I do have a person on the team who is literally all ears. And if I could maybe hear them coming, then I could put up some kind of defense, but no. Anyway, moving on. Once you take out the three crows are, assuming that you do, and assuming that none of the players seize this book and throw it out the window, you now move on to encounter D, as you continue to skirt the crows are lines. The good news is you don't encounter any more crows are. The bad news is you do encounter yet another 20-story dinosaur. I will not now provide you with a complete list of things that cannot harm a 20-story dinosaur, but just know that six shooters are among them, except in the event of a kill result, um, which, <laughs> hilariously, really your best chance against these 20-story dinosaurs is just to take a lethal weapon, like a firearm, stand at a safe distance, 
and just shoot. And you're going to do like one damage, one damage, zero damage, two damage, one damage. Then somebody's going to roll a red and you're going to shoot that dinosaur through the brain and it's just going to fall over. I mean, they have unearthly endurance, but they can't keep making saves versus death forever. And no matter how much you shoot a T-Rex, they will never grab a gun and start shooting back. One of nature's few design flaws when it comes to the T-Rex. After you beat the T-Rex, it's on to encounter F, the patrol. This gets into next page, but fuck it. We're going to have plenty to talk about next page. Ahead of them is a low brush field that leads up the ridge overlooking the camp. As the heroes are making their way through the brush field, they hear a patrol coming from around the ridge. The patrol consists of five Crozar soldiers, armed as described in the NPC section. Here, you do have a chance to hide. Once again, stealth is irrelevant, but the Crozar would have to make an excellent intensity intuition roll to spot you, and that's very likely not going to happen. So probably this encounter consists of lying in the grass while the rubber lizards walk past you. That, gunslingers can do. Just as well as Moon Knight to my endless frustration. Then, at last, you reach the Crozar camp. We assume. Once again, the dumbest thing on this page is that ambush that you cannot escape no matter what. And if I have to put my finger on why it bothers me so much, aside from the fact that we've just introduced this Ankh that is specifically to alert me when my life is in danger, when I cannot physically sense it, that's very annoying to me on behalf of Moon Knight. But that aside, what bothers me here is a mismatch of design philosophy. There are absolutely characters as we established yesterday, who can just skip huge portions of this adventure by flying right over them. And in other ways, right? You never know what power superheroes are going to have. Last time in all this in World War II, it was intangibility that was kind of the plot killer. This time, to a much lesser extent, it's flight, but it's luck of the draw. Some encounters are not going to be challenging for some heroes because superpowers are weird and diverse. The author seems to be fine with that. What the author will not do, what the author will never do, is allow the dice that the players roll to surmount a challenge that the GM has planned. You cannot sneak past the lizards unless I want you to sneak past the lizards. The best you can hope for is that I make the lizards roll to see if they spot you. You don't get to roll anything. You don't get to do anything. Your character doesn't matter. This adventure is a Swiss watch. I mean, it's a broken Swiss watch, but it's a Swiss watch. I can't have its delicate operation influenced by outside factors like the player characters, except to the extent that some of them are just allowed to sequence break through whole chapters. But that seems to be okay with the author because it's outside the scope of the encounter. Within the encounter, everything must go as planned. It's like, since all this in World War II, the author has thankfully loosened his grip on the overall structure of the adventure, the progress of the plot, but he continues to have a death grip on the encounter level. Things that you're supposed to roll for in this game are continually dictated by author Fiat because the encounter has to go just so. For no reason that I can see because what's the worst that happens? The three crows are in the woods that I'm supposed to beat up anyway. Don't jump me. I jump them. What are you afraid the session's going to run short? Who cares? Give me a math worksheet. Fill out the time. It's not like you haven't done it before in this adventure. Anyway, whether we took the easy way or the hard way, our heroes made it through Crozar lines and have now arrived at the Crozar camp yet again. Join me next time as we finally thwart these seemingly insurmountable security measures and find the beta bomb on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at Kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>